So hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 207 of Level Up, 60 minutes, of course, of live Q&A, where your questions really do drive the show. If you're watching on YouTube, then do please give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. It's totally free, of course, and really does help other people to find our content. And for those of you who are on LinkedIn, and I can see lots of you on LinkedIn today, why not join our community, sign up for a personalized weekly update, just follow the link, which will be displayed on the screen momentarily. Um, so do do that. Shanice is over in the social chat today. So let her know, please, your name and, of course, the city in the world from where you're joining. She's going to post some links into the chat for you to vote up the questions that you would most like answered and, of course, for you to be able to add your own as well. Um, if your question selected, then your name is going to appear in the credits at the end of the show. So do get those questions in early and stay with us to see all of that happening. Project management is one of the fastest growing professions worldwide. It presents a unique opportunity for leadership for both technical people and business people alike, with a wide range of options available from prescriptive methods to broad frameworks often presented in a somewhat tribal fashion on LinkedIn. How in the real world do we build our careers and bring value to our organizations? Helping us figure all of this out today is a brilliant panel. So let's jump straight in and meet them all. Um, first of all, Marlini, Marlini Jaganesh rejoined us. She's, of course, a highly experienced business relationship manager who specializes in nurturing high-performing teams all over the world. And she also has a background in business analysis as well. So um, she's been um, right at the heart of a wide variety of different projects throughout her career. And um, regularly invited, of course, to speak on conferences, both online and in person, um, in Australia, the US, and uh, the UK, and India, and so on. Welcome back to the panel, Marlene. Brilliant to see you again. Uh, thank you very much, Nick. I'm, of course, delighted to be part of this panel uh, with my uh, fellow panelists from across the world. I think I've seen some uh, really wonderful project managers, uh, you know, throughout my career from a variety of experiences. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Excellent. Thank you so much, Marlene. Uh, great to have you on the team. Richard Campbell rejoins today. He is, of course, the Director and Product Engagement Lead over at the Agile Business Consortium, um, who is the world's professional body for business agility, of course. And um, in this world of project management, Agile comes up time and time again. Um, he spent his career in the advanced technology sector, and I think he's very well placed to share his experience about what works well for projects and how we build our competency and capability. So welcome back to Level Up, Richard. Thank you, Nick. And hello again, team and uh, listeners worldwide. Uh, project management, it's such an important topic, and I'm delighted to uh, to join this group here to talk about that. I mean, Project managers, they're the ones who get stuff done. You know, that's the bottom line. Where would the world be without effective project managers? And so I enthuse you to understand, to learn from this team. We've got lots of experience. Looking forward to the show. Absolutely. I can see that the social chat's already getting busy. So lots of people also agree with that um, as well. Thank you, Richard. Tom Clark joins us for the first time today. He is a development partner over at Provac, where he leads adult learners on the Associate Project Manager Programme, which is a fantastic programme, by the way. So do look them up and find out a little more about that. He delivers a wide range of project management and soft skills courses. Um, background, well, he served as an officer in the Royal Engineers here in the UK and has generously given time to multiple charities uh, throughout his working life and and perhaps in preparation i don't know uh, tom for posting about project management on linkedin he also served as a peacekeeping instructor for the united nations during his time in the military so um, welcome to level up tom great to have you on the panel it's good to, it's good to be here one of the one of the great things about project management is it is it is so broad and there's such a good way of expressing the various hard skills and soft skills so it's easy 
easy to be part of and great that it's such a such a growing community and i'm really looking forward to the um to the questions and working with uh, with my my fellow panelists as well it's going to be a good morning thank you nick excellent excellent thank you very much indeed tom yap van der Dale, he rejoins us he is of course Managing Director of the TPG Academy over in the Netherlands. And he has built his career as a project manager and consultant working all over the world, um, including the Caribbean, which I'm a little jealous about because I've never managed <laughs> to go and go there or work there, actually. So I'm a little jealous about that. He is, of course, an author in his own right. And his latest publication is the Working in Small Projects Guide, or WISP for short. It's a framework specifically designed for small and less complex projects. So yeah, welcome back to Level Up. Thank you, Nick. Nice to be here again. Um, it's indeed great to do projects in the Caribbean, but I also did some projects in Afghanistan. So uh, so um, yeah, there's also another side of the world. Um, it's great to be here, as I said, and uh, look forward to the questions. And uh, we'll try to give reasonable and good answers. Thank you. I'm sure you, I'm sure you will do. Always great value. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Um, Ashish Garg is general manager. He rejoins again a familiar face for Level Up viewers. Um, he's general manager over at HCL Technologies, where he leads his team in technology delivery for major clients. Um, he's an expert in complex multi-site and multi-country implementations. They don't get much more complicated than that. Um, he enjoys challenge, of course, in supporting and coaching others to deliver the best possible project outcomes. Welcome back to Level Up, Ashish. Lovely to see you again. Thank you so much, Nick. Exciting to be here again. And uh, you know, it's amazing how you know, we've done so many sessions, 207 now. And you know, uh, these sessions are so valuable to people across the world to learn without a formal you know process, but to learn from experiences, which is really the most you know critical factor. So excited. Absolutely. And we're here for you. You are our producers in the audience online. Um, you get to ask the questions, of course, and um the best questions make the best show. So do jump in early and get your questions submitted to the panel. I know that Shanice is over there waiting and ready to talk to you. Okay. Now, completing our on-screen team today is Suchitra Jacob. She is, of course, our question master from the IT city in southern India of Bangalore. Welcome to Level Up, Suchitra. Hi, Nick. Hello to the panelists and uh, our viewers as well. Great to be back again this Monday on another episode. <laughs> Okay, all right. Just feel a little bit like that. You know, what's what's that phrase? Deja vu. A little bit. But you know, um, we have an exciting time ahead. I can already see some brilliant um colleagues joining us in the chat online. So we'll give you a shout out in a moment. In the meantime, though, Sachitra, let's jump straight in. We'll take our first question for the panel. Our first question is from Daniela. Transitioning careers at any age can be difficult. Does the panel have any advice to someone transitioning into a project management career? Okay, all right. Well, um, Daniela, thank you so much for the question. Um, I do think that it's the sort of thing that um, almost happens by stealth sometimes. Um, Marlene, what are your thoughts? What advice would you share for Daniela? Well, I think transitioning uh, careers, uh, you know, as Daliela says, can be can definitely be difficult, but they can also be uh, 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 it can also be a very exciting time in our lives because, uh, you know, particularly if you're moving from, um, you know, a, a very different role into into a project management career, um, you have the opportunity to apply transferable skills in a new context. Uh, you know, which can, which it, in itself can be quite, uh, quite motivating. My suggestion to you, uh, Daniela, is, uh, you know, is to go easy on yourself. Um, you know, don't if if you've got a lot of experience in the other role or previous roles that you were doing, when you transition into a, a project management role for the first time, um, you know, accept the fact that there might be a bit of a learning curve, um, and uh, just you know, don't expect everything that you do will be perfect and then get disappointed when when things don't work out um you know the way you would like them to having a mentor is a is a probably a, a very helpful thing 
or uh, you know join a network of project management professionals so that you can actually benefit from uh, the experience of um, you know other project managers most definitely having someone at your side an angel on your shoulder a mentor and a coach is a fantastic way isn't it of being able to you know build your own kind of confidence and just have somebody to be able to run things past from time to time makes makes complete sense uh, to me thank you um so much indeed marlini ashish your thoughts please then we're going to hear from richard yep so i think uh, one of the the things that you need to consider when you're moving into project management is aligning yourself to your, you know, in terms of the purpose and ensuring that uh, you are not moving because you think everybody is moving in that direction or that is what is happening and the most in thing to do. But it should align with your purpose because if you're changing, you know, late in the life, like Malini said, you may feel that things are not going your way. There's definitely a learning curve. So you might feel let down and, uh, you know, you just may feel disoriented and feel that this is, I made the wrong choice. So it is important that you align yourself to the purpose and you are very clear in terms of why you are going into project management. And, uh, you know, you see yourself, uh, you know, not today, tomorrow, but, you know, you have a vision to about at least three to five years in terms of where you want to see in that space. Uh, that I think is important because what I've seen and experienced is as people take the jump and they realize that it didn't work out and that, it just kind of pushes them back several years uh, and leads to personal you know, disappointment. So be aware, be sure of what you're getting into. <laughs> I, I think there speaks the, the voice of experience a little bit in the sense that the project management role is often one that many people aspire to. Um, so it might be worthwhile just having lunch with some project managers um, and you know, spending a bit of time with them and asking them about you know, how this fits with them and not just their work life but also their family life their career you know outside of work their hobbies you know these kinds of things because it is quite a challenging role as well as being one with great reward thank you very much ashish uh, richard let's hear from you next if we can and then we'll go to yak yeah thanks thanks nick and, and i think ashish is bang on there with you know be very clear on your purpose what are you trying to achieve if you've had a career and you've built up competence in one area and then you're moving into project management i would warn you advise you against leaning too heavily on that competence project management is a massive subject in its own right focus on being a project manager don't go back into avoid try to avoid going back into doing what you used to be good at doing to move the project along rely on being a good project manager and keeping momentum measuring progress communicating effectively these are the big things so important isn't it to swim in your lane so to speak you know and if you are transitioning from a role which has traditionally been within a project from an individual contributor perhaps or an engagement leader of a particular um uh, swim lane of activity when you take on the project manager role, you need to leave that behind a little bit and let other people do the role that you used to. And quite right too, um, Richard, focus on your new role in order to be able to get the best out of everybody on the team. Thank you very much indeed. Yap, your thoughts, please. Then we'll hear from Tom. Yes, um, what I would like to add, you also have to unlearn um, when you change from a specialist to a project manager. And you have to be aware that you are no longer the specialist in the project. You have to focus on your role as project manager. It is also very good to talk to colleagues and to become, for instance, a member of an association, project management associations like APM or the IPMA um, community. Um, yeah, sit together with others, uh, visit webinars, um, yeah, dive into the subject project management. It's very wide. And um, and there's a lot to learn, and you can't learn in one day or in one month. So uh, it takes time to become a good project manager. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's, be prepared to unlearn. I think that that's such an important phrase as we renew and refresh ourselves. If you're in the UK, you may be a fan of Doctor Who. And that fictional character, of course, manages to reinvent um, himself or herself over a period of time uh, as a Time Lord. We need to do that in our careers as well. Be prepared to unlearn things 
and remodel ourselves um, for the future. Thank you very much indeed, yeah. And uh, Tom, final thoughts on this one? Yes, I agree with what people have said, but I would uh, I would add that when you're moving into into project management, often it's very new to what you've what you've done before, even if it's a similar field. So remember to uh, uh, give yourself some space, maybe under promise, uh, sorry, <laughs> and under promise so that you can over deliver. Um, it's very easy to be ambitious um, and over ambitious when you when you start. So just just. You know, go easy on you, on yourself and make sure you've given yourself achievable um, deadlines and targets to start with while you find your feet because it is a new world there's always stuff you you haven't done before and that takes time so that's just a just a little a thing to bear in mind if you are switching as I've done I've switched careers a number of times and it you know the learning curve is just that you take a while to get up it yeah, absolutely right. And I think colleagues will be, you know, generous and patient, you know, as you start to take on new things. And uh, that's an important part, isn't it, of our own professional development through life. So thank you very much indeed. Let's jump over to social then and see who we've got online today. It's a great audience today. Uh, Richard joins us from Sheffield up in um, Yorkshire in the UK. So welcome uh, Richard, uh, great to have you on the team today. And Idara rejoins again. You may remember that Idara is um, uh, a regular viewer of uh, Level Up. She's joining from uh, Abuja in Nigeria, in West Africa. So great to have you online again today, Idara. Um, uh, welcome. And Boleslaw joins um, from uh, by by. By Doge, I think. Uh, by Doge, I probably made a complete and utter mess of pronouncing your city, um, Boleslaw. But um, anyway, welcome back to Level Up. I'm looking forward to your contribution in the chat. Um, already uh, strong, talking about curiosity being key. So um, thank you very much, Boleslaw. Um, look forward to. Um, <laughs> look forward to hearing more of your contribution kind of as we go through and I think I would really relate as are the panel already to your very open and honest commentary um, there <laughs> so thank you very much indeed right well let's move on Suchita if we can we'll take our next question for the panel so our next question is from Nick how does the panel mitigate self-doubt and imposter syndrome when managing projects Okay, so I just put this one in there because I think we all doubt, doubt ourselves from time to time. Um, Tom, how do you kind of manage and mitigate the risk of that causing brain freeze, if you like? I think the first thing is to, to remember that the, the project team are looking to you uh, to lead. And you can, leadership is down to you. And so I, I've, I found I've just had to take a deep breath and if in doubt, have the humility to ask questions if I'm, if I'm not sure. But remind the team that the, the decisions I make are only as good as the advice I receive. And so that way, that doesn't mean I'm not abdicating responsibility or accountability. But what I am saying is it's, it's team. And that then helps me to deal with the, the self-doubt, which is completely natural. And that sense of, oh my goodness, I'm no longer in Kansas anymore. I am now the, I am now the leader. Ooh. Um, and then by, by engaging the team, it deals with that sense of isolation that can be quite crippling um, as, a, as a leader. And they're invested in the project success, which is therefore your success. So I've, I've just had to, to swallow pride uh, on, a num on a number of occasions, and that has dealt with self-doubt and that imposter syndrome. Excellent. Thank you very much. I've made a note of that quote, and I will use it in the future. Actually, decisions I make are only as good as the advice that I have received. So thank you very much, Tom. Um, what a great um, start to answering this question. Thank you. Um, uh, Yap, your thoughts, please, and then we'll go to Ashish. Yes, what I do in most, what I did and do in most of my projects is uh, preparations. It's all about preparations. It's uh, understanding the project, understand what the sponsor or the customer wants to achieve, and also sit together with the team, um, especially looking at the senior guys to understand what are the pitfalls, what are the risks um, which you have to to deal with, and uh, how to manage it. I'm not. 
most of the time I'm not the expert. So I look for the experts who can help me and assist me when I have doubts and if I don't have the right answers. As a project manager, you are not in the lead. You don't have to have all the answers in-house. You can rely on your team if you have a good team. So, Yeah, it's an interesting transition, isn't it, for us? When I think early career, we imagine that we need to have all of the answers. Okay, But actually, over time, you get more comfortable with just asking better questions and allowing others to make the contribution yes. and shape you know, the future answer and the future direction. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, that's great. Ashish, your thoughts, please. And then we'll go to Marlene. Sure. I think, you know, being a project manager requires you to be a lot in the, you know, in a, in a very different mental space. So it's a, so people talk about hard skills, soft skills, but I also think there's a lot of interpersonal skill from within that you need to kind of generate. And you do, you need to have that positivity being a project manager because not all projects will always be on time. They will not have, you know, the straight line that you think it should be. So they, you will have challenges, you will have pitfalls, you will have people screaming at you because you are the focal point driving the entire project to success, right? But you need to have that uh, mental peace within yourself to understand, like, you know, everybody else said that uh, things can go wrong. You don't have the answers, ask that question. So uh, you don't, you, ca you can't let yourself get bogged down with stress. So I think that's self-control is very important being a project manager. And I think that's the best way uh, to kind of uh, become successful. Yeah, I, I certainly agree with that. When you listen to the commentary of the Apollo space program, or more recently of the Indian team who were guiding the, um, um, uh, the landing that they were doing, it's remarkably calm. It's a highly charged, stressful environment, but the commentary is incredibly calm. I think the pulse rate of everybody watching was 135, but the pulse rate of the person doing the commentary was, was in the 60s. It's fantastic. It's a way of, I think, just training ourselves to remain calm under pressure. So great examples. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, Marlene, final thoughts on this one? I'm always interested in what is the source of, you know, of self-doubt and, and imposter syndrome. Uh, and from my own personal experience, I think it's because we tend to dwell on the negative things uh, a lot more than we do on the positive things. So if you actually uh, regularly uh, seek constructive feedback from your team, from your stakeholders, you know, from your sponsors and, and, um, you know, focus on um, you know what is what what are things that you can do to improve, but also focus on asking questions. What am I doing really well, so that you have uh, you know some uh, evidence of the good things that you're doing. You know, not just things that, that you need to improve. Um, so you can actually take a balanced uh, balanced approach. Thank you very much indeed. What a great idea to have those questions as well, because you're right. I think in business, we do tend to focus on the things that aren't going quite so well. And we spend an, a disproportionate amount of time on that, and less time perhaps on um, thinking about, reflecting on and thinking about success as well. Thank you very much indeed. Um, some great answers. Thank you, panel. And uh, let's move on then, if we can. Um, if you have a question and you're watching in the audience, then just type it into the chat and Shanice will bring it in for the team. So Chitra, next question, please. We have a live question from Maddie in Dublin. What advice would the panel give for someone starting as a project manager in a VUCA environment? Okay, Richard, start us off on this one. Uh, VUCA environment. Yeah, so for those of you not familiar with that acronym, uh, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Um, these are the watchwords of many of the larger or complex, well, clearly by their nature, projects that a project manager might come upon. And it's it's not easy going to be a new project manager and suddenly finding yourself in this sphere because you aren't executing a project where it's everything is, is predictable or known and you're just uh, worrying it and ushering it through. There's a large element of invention, experimentation, listening, learning, redirecting and thinking, thinking forward. So 
um, the best bet is to recognize that there are tools specifically geared to this. And I would point you towards things like agile project management as an approach to doing this. So um, Maddie, great question. Yeah, you're, you're right. When you're kind of setting out on a journey without a map of some kind or another, it's quite tricky, you know, to feel confident to make those initial steps. Um, but if, if you have that kind of guidance, you know, available to you and also a community to fall back on, then it makes a massive difference to the outcome. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Richard. Tom, your thoughts, then we'll go to Ashish. Yes, I uh, to go back to um, Army experience where I I learned to be very clear on what the aim was, what the mission was, what the benefits um, were of the of the project, because a VUCA environment, as uh, as Richard was saying very clearly just now, there's a lot of a lot of uncertainty. So scope creep uh, and deviation from what you were originally asked can be really common and very tempting, and sometimes seem seem like a good idea at the time. But being absolutely clear what it is you're there to do, what the project is delivering, means that those those factors come into their rightful place that you you manage them rather than them managing you. Mm, really important that the bus drives forwards, you know, and not um, just on some random route. So that there, there is a there is a degree of uh, you know kind of figuring this out and making sure that whilst input is gathered progress is also made. Thank you very much. Um, Ashish, uh, final thoughts? Right. And uh, you know, to kind of add to what Tom said, uh, one of the things is that change is, uh, you have to adapt to the change. So you cannot follow the strategy that you thought of when you started the project. I think that's very important. So you need to be agile in your approach towards uh, managing the aspects of project and reacting to some changes. So there will be times when you may not be proactive to preempt a situation. So you have to accept it that yes, you know something could not be preempted, we did wrong, and then you have to move forward. Uh, but at the same time, uh, don't use the same approach again, right? So you need to learn and adapt to the situation. So I think that's very important because quite a few times, I think we feel that we need to follow the approach or the plan that we had laid out when we started the project and we feel, uh, uncomfortable right to changing that approach we feel that what if we change now people may think that we got it all wrong right from the start but that's fine i mean you, you have to change and there's no shame in changing the path so learn from it and pick up the threads again and move forward yeah absolutely thank you very much indeed it's a peculiar blend isn't it of focus and leadership on the one hand with acknowledging that decisions that were made some time ago were made in a frame of reference where, where much of the variables may have changed by now, and it's perfectly acceptable thing to do to make different decisions based on the information which is available now. So good luck, uh, Maddie, with that. Um, hugely challenging, of course. Um, time tends to bring some perspective, and you may look back on the current work that you're doing and kind of feel, do you know what, despite all of the challenges, we delivered really well you know, on the back of that. So uh, good luck with it all at any rate. Thank you very much indeed. Um, so Chitra, let's press on. We'll take our next question for the panel. Our next question is from John Evans. Are project management skills transferable to line management roles? Well, this is interesting, isn't it? So as a project manager, we're often, you know, you have to think about engaging with different people and building up those uh, people skills. Um, around us. How much of that is transferable, would you say, to providing line management um, uh, capability to your team? Um, Marlene, give us your thoughts. Um, John, my short answer is yes, I think project management skills are definitely transferable to line management for exactly the reason that Nick was saying that I think uh, a lot of um, the skills related to project management are human centered. Um, and so, you know, uh, as a project manager, uh, even if you're not the line a manager of uh, you know members of your team you are coaching them uh, you are actually being a role model you're setting expectations you know you're um, you're helping them to to recover from setbacks and all of those things will certainly um, you know uh, sort of uh, be uh, are, are very much required when you're uh, a line manager 
Thank you very much indeed, uh, Marlene. I appreciate that. Um, Richard, your thoughts, please, then we'll go to Yap. Yes, I think so. Building on what Malini was saying there, I think as a you, you, as a project manager, you're going to pick up some core skills around, well, clearly leadership, which Malini was very much uh, uh, focusing on there. But the culture and the governance, you know, how to govern major activities. These are you know, leadership, culture, governance, critical skills, and very, very transferable to um, any line management role and having an awareness of those things can help you. So the question is, how do you apply those principles to your line <laughs> management role, which are fundamental to effective project management? Thank you very much indeed. Principles and practice. Um, and often, often trying to get those principles into your daily practice. That's the tricky thing, isn't it? To make sure that you're you're doing the right thing at the right time, at the point of need. Thank you very much indeed. Um, uh, Yap, your thoughts, and then we'll hear from Tom. Okay, what I like to add to Malini and Richard is the, the difference between projects and, and line management is projects are uh, managing change, which is often and for a certain, within a certain time span. As a line manager, it's about business as usual. So it is not an, uh, an, an you don't have an, an end date. Uh, so um, yeah, you have to continue, have to assure that the people will, will have the job and will keep the job and that you perform as good as possible. So there's a difference between a project and business as usual. But many of the skills are transferable. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much indeed. I think that you're right, Yap. I think the culture of the organisation and how it goes about equipping managers to be managers, and I'm speaking about line managers now, um, and encouraging them to grow and develop as a line manager um, is highly influential over the value that they are able to bring ultimately to individual contributors in their team. Uh, Tom, final thoughts on this one. So, thank you. It's a great, great question from John. And the won't add further to what my uh, fellow panelists have said, but I would, but I would say yes, the skills are definitely transferable, and one of the big, one of the big skills a project manager has to be able to do is to set decent targets, um, smart objectives, and that's absolutely implicit with what what a, a good line manager does is is motivates and leads uh, in order for the, the the people to whom. Um, who are reporting to them, motivates and leads so they actually deliver deliver outcomes, which is absolutely what we have to do as project managers. So those that's just an example of a complete a match in the in the skills between project management and line management. Okay, very good. Thank you very much indeed, panel. Great question from John there um, about the transferability of skills between those two very important roles. Let's move on, Sachita, if we can, and we'll take our next question. Our next question is from Jenny Farahal. What are the most significant changes that impact project managers in recent times? Oh, gosh. Well, we are living in interesting times, aren't we? So we've gone from face-to-face to, -face to um, working remotely to hybrid teams from um, one form of project management to a totally different form and back again somewhere in the middle. Um, Ashish, what are the most significant changes that you've witnessed? I think, you know, from my perspective, I, I would probably say that uh, the availability of data uh, has tremendously changed the way project managers can work today. Uh, previously in the past, it was a lot about experienced, uh, you know, project managers, somebody who has seen multiple life cycles and has experienced uh, it firsthand. But today, if I was to have a new project manager come into play, uh, that person has available information. So you've got data, you've got insights out of that data that is now available to you, uh, which kind of gives you a head start. Uh, uh, and you can, you have insights that you can you know, convert into actionable uh, tasks, right, for yourself and for the team as well. So you know what has happened in the past. You don't necessarily need uh, to kind of rely on your experiences alone. So I think that's been a major change and a shift, uh, which I feel uh, will start to impact project managers. So while, yes, you have experience that helps you, but at the same time, somewhere data and analytics and the insights that it gives you 
kind of takes away that fun of uh, that experience that you may have had in the past versus somebody who's starting new. I, I remember genuine shock on people's faces when uh, a project meeting, somebody tabled a report, and the more senior people who were leading that project were, were less aware of the detail than you know the individual contributors were in the project. So I agree with you. I think data has changed everything. <laughs> this last kind of most recent period. Thank you very much indeed, um, Ashish. Uh, Richard, your thoughts, then we'll go to Marlini. Yeah, thank, thanks, Nick. Yeah, Ashish is absolutely right. So it's the data and how you manage it. I mean, that's that's the biggest single change, I would say, combined with sort of a throwback to the question we had earlier about the volatility and uncertainty of the domains in which we work. Now, technologies like artificial intelligence are starting to appear that will help the project manager navigate this complexity and uncertainty and the massive amount of data so that you can test and assess where is the project you know are we on progress are we heading towards the intent of the project the outcomes that you're seeking to achieve and these are the, the, the tools that the project manager has to get their head around in order to make progress and order to assess where we are and where we should go next. Thank you very much indeed, Richard. Um, and uh, Marlene, your thoughts, please. So apart from, uh, you know, um, the, the, the uh, leaps in, in, in data, uh, availability and artificial intelligence and all that. One of the trends that I'm seeing, um, and I and I can't say at this stage how um, you know how significant that trend is going to be, but I certainly see that more and more with organizations that are adopting uh, business relationship management as an approach to driving value, um, you know, throughout the organization. I'm actually seeing that they're getting better at involving project managers when strategy is being developed rather than bringing them in after they've identified all the initiatives and then they just need someone to, to execute, they're actually now starting to um, rely on the expertise of uh, project management professionals early on, uh, much earlier on in the business decision cycle. And I think that's actually quite significant uh, for the project management profession. You know, uh, as a project manager and as a business analyst, I've sometimes, uh, many times, I have experienced frustration uh, because I was, uh, you know, asked to implement things that I know I could have actually influenced uh, the scope if I had had the opportunity of being involved earlier. Uh, and now I can see that's uh, starting to shift. Thank you very much indeed. Great advice there to involve people earlier on uh, to shape what is deliverable, if you like, almost, and um, set out your plan for the year. Um, appreciate that. Uh, Tom, final thoughts? Yes, yeah, so it's a great question from Jenny, isn't it? I think there's two things that spring to mind. The first one is the, let's call it the geopolitical shifts we're seeing going on all around the world, which are having a knock-on effect in values, costs, expectations, and things like that. So it's a, a multi-change environment in which in which we work. Um, and that is project management bread and butter. It's, it's dealing with change. That's the first one. And I think the, the second one is the, the recognition that the that project management is emerging as a profession in its own right. That's the change I've I've noticed. Project management just something you did without really realizing there was a methodology behind it. Now with the, the emergence of many, many strong project management organizations, that gives framework and context and perhaps a, um, a better structure in which to deliver projects against that backdrop of change as I mentioned earlier. Okay, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, panel. What a great question, uh, Jenny, um, to get us thinking about um, you know the pace of change, if you like, in the profession. Now, um, one thing that's happened this morning, talking about volatility, uncertainty, and all of that good stuff, the usual alert triggers um, that are on LinkedIn didn't fire a little earlier on. And so as a result, um, many people uh, actually didn't get the alert that the event is running um, this morning. So we've had that feedback. So I apologise to you uh, if that was happening slightly beyond our control, I'm afraid, more, I think, to do with the platform. Um, but if you can help us remedy that, if you're watching in the audience, just take um, a link from the post, from the live feed, and then post it onto your LinkedIn community and um, 
bring in the audience something. That would be the best thing to do uh, in the circumstances. So apologies um, for folks who had to kind of find us a little bit by discovery this morning. Usually the alert is in place and it triggers quite nicely. Uh, in the meantime, let's move on. We'll take our next question to the panel, please, uh, Suchitra. My next question is from Holly in Scotland. Which project management certification would give me the most adaptability and the competencies to be a project manager to respond in any environment? Wow, that's quite a quite an ask, um, Holly. I, I get the feeling it depends is going to come out <laughs> in some of the answers. Richard, why don't you start us off and then we'll hear from you. Yeah, I think um, in any environment is the killer here, isn't it? So um, I, I would I would say that the whole purpose of, of defining what we call agile project management is a recognition of the need for this adaptability. Um, I would say that the vast majority of, of project management uh, qualification certifications are going to give you the basic tools for running a project, but specifically the adaptability the ability to build a project based upon what you know at the moment, but then reflect, measure, and replan on a regular cyclical basis, adapt and learn, adapt and learn. That's what's at the heart of Agile Project Management. So that certification is what I'd be recommending, Agile PM. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, great one to consider. Um, Holly, uh, to add to your um, thinking. Uh, Yap, your thoughts next, and then we'll hear from Tom. Yes, I have been thinking about this question. I think it's very difficult to find a standard for any environment. Um, um, if I've been involved in, in developing standards and promoting standards uh, since 1996, 1993, and there is, to my view, not one standard. Um, you have to deal with the region, the industry, uh, the culture, um, and the size and the complexity of the project. Um, that's one of the reasons why after 20, 25 years, I started to, to, together with a team to develop with working in small projects. If you want to, if you have to manage small projects, you indeed can apply um, uh, Agile PM or you can uh, uh, the APM framework, but it's very often too complex and an overkill for very small projects. So it's indeed uh, what you said, uh, it is, depends on the project and the project context and the complexity. So there is not one solution to my view. Thank you very much indeed, thank you. Um, WESP is a really interesting one actually. It's definitely worthwhile having a look, particularly as, as Yap says, if you're doing Things which don't you know, don't really need the kind of big, heavy, you know, tomes of uh, of huge bodies of knowledge and things. So it's a great one to have a look for. Thank you uh, very much, yeah. Um, Tom, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I think Holly, it's a it's a great question, and I think the um, you know the any environment usually prompts the answer. It depends. But I rather like the um, the, like the APM. Um, methodology, which is I so enjoy teaching it because it it offers it offers a structure and a framework which very often can can be adapted to fit um, to, to fit any any project and something you know I'm a, sort of slightly older than I than I once was now and I um I look back on the different jobs um, I've I've had to do and I I wish I'd known then. What I'm teaching people now, um, because it just the that that course gives a structure, almost a framework, a um, a checklist of things to consider and bear in mind, so that you at least can make a can make a reasonable start and finish um, in a in a, in any project in in any environment. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, thank you, um, Tom. That's uh, super helpful. So, Holly, look, I think we've we've given you some 
pause for thought there, at least, to explore. The, the one thing that I would say is that, you know, if we were talking to young people, um, you know, if you have the privilege of, you know, having um, children or nieces or nephews and so on, and they were thinking about what were they going to study next, part of that equation needs to be, where does your passion lie? What sorts of things do you really want to learn? What do you want to become brilliant at? Not just to use as a stepping stone to secure a role, but where do you really want to become amazing at? And follow that passion a little, because there's a broad spectrum of certifications to choose from, and some will suit you as an individual, and your personality, you know, perhaps better than others as well, and a great believer in, you know, follow your passion in life. Um, you will become amazing and interesting and uh your talents will really shine through then. And the certification that you take to a certain extent might be a little secondary, you know, to making that selection in the first place. All right, very good. Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Chitra. Um, I think we've got time for um, one or perhaps two last questions. Um, so let's press on. This question is from Marina. How did you become a project manager? What was your first role and first experience within project management? Well, this is a lovely one, isn't it, to reflect on. Thank you, Marina. So, panel, um, how did you become a project manager? Was it by design? Was it by accident? What really happened? Um, Richard, um, what happened to you? Well, I think it's fair to say that I was a very poor project management manager when I started out being a project manager. Um, I was um, thrust into a position where I was trying to start a, a company effectively and be a project manager of the creation of that operation. And you know, I, I got through, I tried to do some academic learning and follow the uh, best practice of people I've observed doing it. Um, but it wasn't really till I started working with a really good project manager that I realized the extent of my own incompetence. And I think you do learn a lot by observing people who are great at doing it. And uh, I realized, oh, I've got a lot of work to do to become good at this. So that was my experience. Thank you very much indeed. Um, uh, brilliant. Thank you for sharing that. Um, uh, Ashish, let's let's hear from you. Was it by design or was it by accident? No, I think it was by design, but it was complemented and supported by a lot of people around me because uh, I think when you when you start doing things, I strongly feel that somewhere you do project management in your day-to-day -day life every day, right? So you organize yourself, you organize your day, beat any role that you are in, right? So you could be a professional, you could be a caretaker, anything that you're doing, you're always organizing and planning your whole day, which is sim very similar to what you do as a project manager, right? You you plan the deliverables, you figure out what has to be done, you tell people to do what and how their role, you know, kind of all pieces to, comes together for the larger objective. So for me, it was more of, uh, you know, I started doing things and then I realized that there are template processes and methods to do it. And that's how I kind of moved into and kind of became a little better every day uh, in terms of what I was doing as a project manager. So I think the people around help you, your learnings help you, and then templates, workflows, and all of these trainings that we were talking about, I think the previous question was, you know, what training should I do, certification should I do? So the, these certification and training programs, they actually give you the tools, and then you need to figure out which tool to use in which scenario, which I think comes uh, through mentorship or uh, through just experience and through failing. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Um, great um, uh, sharing of, of you know your personal story. Um, there. So thank you very much indeed. Uh, Tom, um, your thoughts, and then we'll hear from Marley. I um, I first became a project manager when I uh, I joined the army. I joined the Royal Engineers, and then um, was was duly sent off to Bosnia with as a as one of the UN um, peacekeepers. And so that was a lot of a lot of projects, route repair and things like that. But the biggie was a big um, bridging bridging project that I um, that I had to do. And there I I, I learned how to plan this properly because there's an awful lot resting on this. Um, and that's where I had to learn to ask for advice, um, to be really clear on what the ask 
was in the in the um, in the first place. And that that journey has really stayed with me, you know, sort of twenty thirty years on in terms of needing to do your homework, needing to rely to an extent on the people around you, but not exactly that you're you're the one that's got to um, got to make it happen. And that really that really helps when you're doing you know, taking on um, other projects. So those those first projects, I think, are very very formative for, for anyone in in project management and helps you get your get your foundations right. So you're um, you're clearer for your next project and your project after that, your next project after that. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Marlene. Your thoughts, and then we'll hear from you. Uh, Marina, I think I was uh, I was functioning as a project manager long before I ever had a position with that in my title. Uh, so this was just part of uh, you know the the tasks that I had to do. Um, I was specializing in process improvement, um, and I would often be given the task of improving the efficiency and effectiveness of organizational processes. And so I would have to work out um, what the desired outcome was and then uh, come up with a, a plan and a way to actually get us there. Uh, and so I did that for almost a decade before I had an opportunity to, to work in a very large organization with a designated project manager. And that was when I was first introduced to uh, formal methodology and templates and processes, uh, project management processes, that is. And I actually like, I'm very grateful for the fact that I came to formal methodology after I had been working uh, intuitively for some time because that gave me a greater appreciation for the value of a structured approach. Right? And so when I then went on to do my project management certifications, uh, I really knew what I was looking for, uh, you know, to to learn, uh, which was um, which was really beneficial for my career. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Molly. Um, and yeah, final thoughts on this one, please. Yes, I um, became project manager by surprise. I think I was working as a specialist uh, in the corridor, and my manager asked me in for a, a technical issue, and I came out as project manager. Um, in that time, we didn't have uh, the, the standards we have now. So so it was all we had to invent how to run a project. Um, we made a lot of mistakes, errors, um, projects failed, or were not so successful as uh, nowadays. But if we look nowadays, I think we still have to learn a lot. Uh, too many projects are still in the eyes of the sponsor or the executive not successful so we still have to learn a lot and that's why i also join uh, this kind of uh, level up sessions as a panelist i learn from day every day and um, yeah we'll see what uh, what i can do with it in my next project so. excellent thank you very much indeed i couldn't agree more yeah uh, we learn from each other every day um, thank you very much. Uh, so, Chitra, I think time is against us, so we'll take our final question, if we can, for the panel. Um, so let's go ahead with that. All right, so our final question is from Nathan. There are several project management methods and guides. What is the panel's favourite or go-to guidance to keep in mind, and why? Okay, so what is the one that you tend to return to again and again when you're considering running um, a project. Um, uh, I think that this, to a certain extent, is going to reflect the kinds of projects that we've been running or the point in, in our professional development that we became a project manager. Um, Richard, what's your go-to guide? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Nick. I was thinking what you want to do when you're becoming a project manager is, is become part of a community where you can learn from others' experience. Um, so find yourself a group of people who you feel you can relate to, who you can ask naive questions of, you can ask more advanced questions. You can, so you can say, what should I be reading? What should I be watching? Who should I be listening to? That's how we really learn. Um, I would I would say I'd point you towards the Agile Business Consortium because you know this is one of the things we do. We provide those sorts of uh, forums and communities, but there are many others, and you have to find the one that fits your domain. So find the community. 
Thank you very much indeed. Great advice there, particularly if you're working in um, an industry which has a strong degree of regulation. You know, perhaps you might be new to that industry. So getting that domain context is uh, absolutely critical. Um, Ashish, final thoughts on this? Uh, in my perspective, I think you should be looking at uh, you know, who your uh, stakeholders are and uh, adapt whatever you do to the stakeholders and what they are looking for. I think that's very important. Uh, that's you know, So while you are managing your project within the framework of any methodology that you have chosen, but at this, at what is the most critical aspect of uh, being a project manager is that you're being able to help provide the information that your stakeholders are looking for, right? So if you don't have your sponsors on board, if you don't have your uh, stakeholders on board, maybe they are getting impacted by the change that you're trying to drive or uh, they are the people who are making the change. So all of them have to be kept in mind. So any approach, any template, anything that you try to use, please see if it is meeting the needs of your stakeholders and the people around you. It may be the best of the templates, but if it does not give the information that they're looking for, uh, they're not going to accept uh, anything that you put together. So that would be my go-to advice, uh, that look around and see what people want from you. Thank you very much indeed. Couldn't agree more. A couple of other thoughts for you in the audience. Do have a look and, and explore design thinking. Design thinking is a super helpful way of improving the impact or the outcome of different projects and also the work of the Half Double Institute. Um, tricky to say, but easy to find. And you can find a lot more about what APMG does by just visiting our website. And you'll get links there to um, all of those that have been referenced in today's show. Very good. So let's hear some closing remarks then, panel. Um, Yap, if I may, I'm going to come to you first, and then I'll go to Tom. Yes, Nick, uh, it was nice to be in the panel again. Um, I think um, overall there's not one answer for the questions raised today. Um, so it is looking around, explore, read, um, test, and try and, and learn from the mistakes you make. and. Uh, try to avoid the mistakes the next time. Um, I think we still have problems with learning. Uh, and we recognize <laughs> an, uh, an error when we make it again, uh, yeah. but we don't do with it, anything with it next time. So keep learning and keep studying. And yeah, that's the message I would like to give. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, this sounds hauntingly familiar to me. It's like one of my appraisal sessions. You know, did you recognise the second and the third time that you made that mistake? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, thank you very much indeed. Certainly very yeah. true, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Tom, your thoughts, please. Then we'll go to Ashish. Yeah, I, I think with um, with getting into to project management, I think it's important to get some sort of training. I would say that I work for a training organisation. I know that. But if you've got some training, then you have a structure and a framework. You've got a sense of your own expectations, but just as importantly, the expectations of those around you. So you don't end up doing everything. So getting 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 some training is very very helpful. So uh, that would be that, that that's that's my 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 thoughts on on this one today. Absolutely agree with you. Thank you so much, Tom. Thank you um, for joining us, um, Ashish, and then Marlini. I, I think I love the comments that were coming on social. Uh, somebody said curiosity and, and said, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. accepting a mistake. I think those are very good aspects, right? So as a project manager, never uh, be shy of accepting that something went wrong. Uh, you don't need to hide things. Be transparent in your you know, status reporting, et cetera, because that's what keeps everybody, uh, you know, have that faith in you. Uh, that you are uh, driving the ship and steering it in the right direction. So absolutely, I would echo what people on the social said. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Ashish. I couldn't agree more. Marlene and then Richard. Uh, thank you very much uh, for having me on the panel. I just want to uh, reinforce something that you said, uh, Nick, you, you, you referred to design thinking, and I think project managers will benefit from learning about other disciplines, related disciplines over and above uh, project management uh, certification. So uh, apart from design thinking, I think uh, change management, uh, business relationship management, et cetera, these are all disciplines that will help to expand your thinking and your competencies. Completely agree with that. Thank you, Marlene, as well. There's such a lot of choice, isn't there? And 
this is where having that coaching and mentoring you know, is, is a key thing for everybody. So appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Richard, um, your reflections on today? Yes. Well, what, what came across most clearly here is the importance of communication. So it's uh, keeping everyone informed, keeping them aligned, doing lots of listening, asking the smart questions. I mean, I think these, these are all topics that came out really clearly here. So it's your interpersonal skills. Focus on those as, you're, as a new project manager. Build them, build your confidence and uh, build the skills, you know, this that has been, been reiterated here as well. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Um, on behalf of everybody online today, thank you, panel. Um, some great answers to their questions. And uh, equally so, if you are online in the audience today, I'd like to thank you. You are the producer, of course, of the show. Great job. And watch out for your name in the credits. Um, Suchitra, a reflection on today's event? I love today's show, Nick. It was really great. The questions were phenomenal. And of course, the engagement from our viewers and producers <laughs> I love reading all the comments and, uh, you know, the questions as well. So I love today's show. Thank you. All right. Excellent. Thank you very much indeed. Now then, um, uh, well done, everybody then. Over on our website, you can, of course, search for answers to more than 2,100 previously asked questions. It's a, an amazing free resource that connects you with more than 250 experts from all over the world in different disciplines. Don't forget that you can also listen to the audio versions of the shows on your preferred podcast platform. Coming up later on this week, on Friday the 1st of December, yes, it's that time of year already, um, Shanice is going to be leading the event and she, she will be exploring authentic leadership. So do please join her. 2 p.m. UK time this Friday. Monday the 4th, Stefan Brando will be in the chair as the panel discuss how to become an agile change agent and put a reminder ahead of time now in your calendars for the 11th and the 15th of December as we review the, the year here on Level Up with our two Christmas special shows. So watch out for those um, coming up on our events page on APMG international.com sign up and we will send you a personal summary of what's coming up and how you too can join us here on the panel and level up your career with apng thanks very much everybody we will see you next time